Everyone's better than me, but I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I get better with the help of a guest who's better than me at something. But I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me, so I have a little prank to pull that'll bring them down to size. But Patrick doesn't need to worry about that. Do you, Patrick? No, you don't, because you're Patrick Williams, an actor, improviser, and comedian here in New York City. Patrick, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Cameron. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to talk about the topic of getting better at public storage auctions. It's something that I really don't know anything about, um, so uh, I'm excited to get better at it, but we're not going to do that yet. First, we're going to do some get-to-know-you questions and some fan-submitted questions, if that's all right with you. Absolutely. Let's do it. So my first question in the get-to-know-you section is the one we always start off with, which is, how do you and I know each other? We know each other through the Pitt People's Improv Theater Jam, I believe. We met one faded Wednesday night, and we were inseparable after that. Just knew we were going to be friends. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly what I have written down. It's weird that you knew how to say all of that. Um, (laughs) But uh, it's true, yes, met at the Pitt, the off-mentioned People's Improv Theater. Off-mentioned, yes. So... uh, uh, I'm sure it'll get mentioned again at the end of this episode in the plugs as well. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, well, the next get to know you question is this one. Canaries in coal mines are calling it quits. Because of poor working conditions, they are all leaving. But we need some kind of animal or non-human indicator for things. And so the people in charge of that sort of thing have asked us, you and I, to find a replacement for canaries in coal mines. What do we come up with? Uh... Prudential agents who don't understand uh, their policies. I'm not speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> can I say I, that or no? <laughs> you're, yeah, you can definitely say that. I I will say, so Gene, my producer, they're the ones that uh, sort of, I don't know if they write these questions or where they come up with them, um, but uh, they did specify here non-human indicator. So are you specific, specifically saying... Either that prudential agents aren't human, or Th- that or is one of. Oh, okay, that's that's what I'm saying. But if we were going non-human, I would say amoebas. I, I feel like there are a lot of them, and they're 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 going to be more. So if we can use them instead, that would probably be my choice. Um, other than the prudential agents who don't understand policies, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the first choice. If we, if we can get them, yes. Um, which honestly, what are they doing? So like they they should have plenty of time. That's right. That's right. Wonderful. Uh, well, our next get to know you question is this one: What's that? Oh, dang it! You just slipped through a dimensional wormhole inside the Barnes and Nobles, and what's this now? It looks like you exist in this new dimension too, and you have a book on the shelves in this other dimensional Barnes and Noble. Here's the catch: You're evil in this dimension. And you could immediately tell this because of the book's title. What is your book called? Welcome to my basement. <laughs> wow. So you, you you saw Welcome to My Basement as the title and you were like, Oh no, I'm evil here. Yeah. Yeah, I saw well I, yeah, I heard I was evil and then I was like, What would be my um I don't I don't currently have a basement, but I'm intrigued by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so um and it's Halloween, so that that's the book I saw yeah. on the shelf. You know, fair enough. Yeah, I, I I do like the idea that uh, that you go to another dimension. You know that you're in that dimension. You see 
that you in this dimension has a basement and is also welcoming people to it, <laughs> to welcoming people into it, and, and that's that's evil. It is, yeah, sinister. Wonderful. Well, those have been the get to know you questions. Uh, I feel like we've really gotten to know you. Um, Me too. Uh, we also have these fan submitted questions. Ooh. You know, we have fans all over the world that send in questions uh, to our guest experts um, because they need to get better at things. Uh, mm-hmm. So here is our first one. For years, my husband has had a cute nickname for me, Ajou. It's funny because my name is Anjulie, and I'd never had a nickname before my husband gave me this one when we started dating 17 years ago. Last week, we were at a party, and my husband totally interrupted a conversation by basically yelling my nickname. I thought it was weird, but he's always doing bits like that. But then a bunch of other people said, guess who's tight, or gave him a blessing. It turns out this isn't a nickname, but a sneeze. Special podcast guest, what should I do? It's been 17 years that I have fallen in love with this man, in large part because I thought his sneeze was an affectionate nickname. And that's from Anjuli Thomas in Montreal, Quebec. It, that's amazing. Well, I my first association with Aju is the 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 sauce, like for a sandwich for dipping it into. So I I thought it was like a savory sauce that complements um, what anything it's it's put put with. So um, I you know I would challenge those friends and say, hey, uh, have you ever had a sandwich with this sauce before? Mm, um, yeah. But, so. May- mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying that maybe Angeli is uh, is right to think it's a nickname that it actually is Aju and and not uh, that he's not it's not that he's sneezing and she's misunderstanding. Right. I mean, when I when I say, "Oh, look, a seal," uh, when I'm referring to a letter, I'm not talking about um, a, a sea mammal that that's mm-hmm. on an envelope. You know, I'm talking about a seal. So. It, Language can be complicated and homophones are, are difficult. So I, I think just have grace and understanding uh, with dealing with the nickname. That, that would be yeah. my recommendation. Wonderful. Uh, uh, Angelie, I, I hope that helps. Um, uh, let's move on to the next fan submitted question. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't be the only person this has happened to. I take the same route to work every day, and for the last six weeks or so, there has been an inordinate amount of ciabatta bread blocking the exit that I typically take off the interstate to get to my job. It looks good, and some loaves even have rosemary on them. It's not a huge inconvenience, but I do have to go out of the way when it happens. My question is, who should I call about this? To clarify, the pile is gone on Fridays after work, but a new pile reappears on the following Monday. And that's from Forrest Scott in Siegel, Kentucky. Forrest, what what I would do is people don't take matters into their own hands. And so I would camp out. I would I would find a weekend in the future that you have blocked off from Thursday until Monday. And we got to find out who's doing this, who's wasting abundant, ch- delicious ciabatta bread uh, over the weekend. Because that, that cannot keep happening. It's important that we do this, and, and if you need help, Forrest, I, I can come down there and help out. Okay. So, so you, to to the question of who should I call about this, your answer is me, you, Patrick Williams. Yeah, call yeah. me. Wonderful. Um, well, I mean, I think that this is maybe one of the first examples where this could definitely help. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Forrest, uh, I'm not going to say. I hope that helped because it does. Wonderful. Well, those have been the fan-submitted and get-to-know-you questions. 
we're now going to jump right into the topic at hand, which is getting better at public storage auctions. Um, as I said at the top, I really don't know a lot about this, so I'm excited to get better at it. Um, but I do have a question that I like to start all of my uh, interviews with, which is, why should I get better at this? It's a marketable skill, and people love hearing about auctions. It became popular that show Storage Wars, and I just started noticing whenever I would go to a party, uh, no matter who was there, upper echelon New Yorkers or just everyday people, that they would lean in and found it so interesting. So if not for the money, just for the intrigue factor, I think you, you probably should get a lot better at, at being a public storage auctioneer. Uh, wow, that's a compelling reason, um, certainly. Uh, I have seen episodes of Storage Wars, so I, I have a little bit of a sense about what it is. But, um, uh, you know, for those uh, unlucky people out there who haven't seen an episode of Storage Wars, can you describe what this even is? Sure. So when, people's, when people run out of room in their apartment or house, typically, or if they're, they're like a college student who's just looking to store stuff for a time in a, in a particular place and space, they go to a storage company like U-Haul or Storage Post or Storage Mart all in, in New York City, and they will store those belongings for X amount of time. Now, Cameron, if they default on payment, there are three months of phone calls, emails, and such. And um, at the end of that, it's sad, but their, their stuff would be auctioned off um, all in one bid. Uh, the entire room uh, would be auctioned off, and I was the person that would do that. So I would travel all around the Triborough area and um, hit a loop of storage facilities. And there were a bunch of people that would follow me, uh, these buyers that would follow me from uh, place to place, selling these rooms, selling people's belongings. It's sad, but it's like parking tickets. It has to happen. So, mm. yeah. It's really, it, it is very interesting. I certainly understand why people would lean in to hear more about this at parties, um, regardless of their echelon. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I, I have some questions um, that I'm, uh, I, I'd like to ask that is sort of based on my knowledge of storage units and, I guess, auctioning. Mm -hmm. um, the first one is I feel like a lot of people associate uh, auctioneers with sort of that cadence, the speed of sort of the bidding. Um, it, is this the most important part or what have you found to be the most important part? That's not the most important part. One of the most important parts is keeping track of the bids. Although you do want to speak quickly because you don't want people thinking about how much money they're spending. It's kind of like that obnoxious up-tempo music that you hear in an Abercrombie Fitch or whatever uh, mm -hmm. that keeps you moving and, and wanting to get in and get out of there uh, without thinking about how much you're spending. So, yeah, I think it is important, but it's not um, the most essential skill to have as a public storage auctioneer. Okay, okay. But so keeping track of the bids is the most That's right. important. That's right. Uh, interesting. Okay, uh, well, so maybe my next question then is um, for the storage unit side of it. Is there a storage unit dream, like a, a perfect hall or holy grail of units? Yeah, like a, a particular facility or like something that somebody made out with sometime or like a, a, a deal? Uh, I, uh -huh. I, I guess answer all three. I, I, I'm curious about all of them. Yeah, I think in Chelsea, like here in New York City, Chelsea's there was a there was a 
storage facility in Chelsea, and, and usually pretty wealthy people have uh, units there. And I think as for um, a lot of people are looking for antiques or um, things concealed in boxes that you can't necessarily see when you are opening the room initially. So whenever I, whenever you open the room, they can look in with their flashlights, but they can't cross the threshold of that room. So whatever treasures are hidden in there or trash is hidden in there, um, they're responsible for emptying the room, but it also, all of those things would belong to them. Oh, okay. I see. Mm -hmm. And so one time I, you know, I've sold not unknowingly, I, I sold, uh, for $25, I sold a room and there, there ended up being $25,000 cash in there. Oh my gosh. Just Uh actual bills, actual bills. That's right. Um, Wow. Uh, well, so I, I think it might be it's sort of fortuitous that uh, the gosh alarm is going off right now. Um, I guess it's not, it's not actually fortuitous at all because uh, because I do sort of trip it. I sort of signal it when I intend to. So it's just no a tripwire. It's a tripwire in your room. Is that what it is? And you just step yeah on. yeah yeah. I have to, I can't. I have to keep rearming it for each episode. <laughs> it's sort of annoying. Um, no, uh, so, so the gotcha alarm went off and uh, it really, it is, you know, if you're so good at public storage auctions, uh, you should be able to, you should have no trouble rather selling these two units to me and, uh, our store storage unit buyers who are here on this call. Um, Julie Andrews and Johnny Sourpuss. Um, uh, I, I think they're sort of those, uh, bidding types, um, I'm going to I'm going to share with you Patrick the uh details of the um the storage units and then I think uh while you're sort of looking through those and preparing yourself for this bidding um uh I'll let uh Julie and Johnny introduce themselves. Okay. All righty. Hello. I'm Julie Andrews. Uh I'm a storage uh person, you know, and I have a show called uh storage battles uh we were a quibi original uh and we're hoping to find a home soon (laughs) because quibi doesn't exist anymore wow that's uh that's so great and and just to be clear this isn't uh the late julie andrews right she did die uh no uh and i i actually find it pretty offensive that you mentioned that but yes uh we have the same name (laughs) everyone loves to loves to bring it up Sorry, I, I I didn't mean to offend you. Um, though I think uh, I'm not getting better at bidding on public storages, but I am getting better at public storage auctions, um, and I uh, might already ha- have some uh, good elements of of being on the bidding side. Um, and I think maybe being antagonistic with my fellow bidders uh, might um, aid me. I'll be sure to ask Patrick about that later. Um, uh, Johnny, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, Cameron. I'm. Uh... Johnny uh, Sourpuss here, and I uh, I run Johnny Sourpuss's space for storing your stuff in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, it's all right there in the name. I have a space for storing your stuff, and uh, I'm Johnny Sourpuss. <laughs> so just to be clear, Johnny, you are bidding on stuff at this storage auction to 
bring back to your own storage facility? Oh yeah, yeah.、Uh, business is a bit slow, and、uh, you know when people come by and they see the empty storage units, it's a real bummer. It's a real turnoff. And、uh, my sister, she's real big into these public auctions, and I thought, well, hey, I've ran my storage unit business for three months now. I better start learning the ropes. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like I might have a good chance of、uh, doing well in this bidding、um, yeah, uh, if I'm up against Johnny and、uh, Julie here. I'm going to、uh, be、both. extremely competitive, and I'm going to be very sportsmanlike. Well, you seem like a couple of rubes to me.、Um, which is to also to say, Patrick, before we do get started in this first unit.、Um, uh, Uh, is this? Can you give me any tips about how to be a better bidder on these things too? Is that something that you've seen in your experience as the auctioneer?、Uh, I mean, a lot of the times it's nonverbal,、uh, and people want to、oh, okay. be <laughs> want to be hidden.、Uh, but I, I, there are some people that are so confident that they don't care,、uh, indicating that they have the most money at the auction. So that's a that's a tactic as well.、Um, so.、Uh, But to be a better bidder, I think be aggressive and act like you're never going to back down. That, that's、okay. what I would recommend. I I know a, a bit about being a better bidder. It's a little tongue twister called Betty bought some butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter. So Betty bought some better butter. People do that before every auction as well. I actually forgot to mention that, Johnny. Thank you for reminding me. Just looking out. Tongue twisters are helpful. So wow. Yeah.、Um, okay. So maybe not the rubes that I thought they were. Uh, um, well, uh, I, I'm excited to hear about this first、uh, unit and see sort of、um, the master at work here.、Uh, I guess take it away, Patrick. Okay. Everybody's had enough time to look into this room. Of course, it has 22 pounds of dry aged ham, a collection of wigs not used but intended for the movie Tootsie, power tools. Life-size model of a horse, which actually would go for a lot of money. You know that fourteen ten-gallon buckets of、mm-hmm. stagnant water. Please look at the three mannequins, which cost a lot more than you would expect, and、uh, two complete sets of silverware and some vintage china in excellent condition, featuring images of Gene Kelly's face at the bottom of every bowl and plate. I am going to start the bidding at five hundred dollars. Do I have five hundred? Anybody five hundred? Anybody five hundred? Yes. Five hundred bid. Anybody five and a quarter? Five hundred once. Well,、twice. I'm very new at this, but five hundred thousand is that fair? Five hundred thousand. Please keep in mind this is a public storage auction, and you have yeah, to have、Johnny. all of that money on you in cash right here, right now, Johnny. Do you? Oh, oh, yeah, sure.、Uh, my sister told me to come prepared, and I just came here to have fun. Oh, you brought five hundred thousand dollars cash. Well, she said to bring some petty cash. I'm gonna have to take that、yeah. bid. Five hundred thousand. Anybody? Five hundred thousand and twenty-five dollars. I would take dollars? what? Five hundred thousand and two. What, Julie? What that?、Oh. Yeah, I'm asking、what、for five hundred thousand and twenty-five dollars. Five hundred. I can't do that. Five hundred thousand once. Twice,、uh, let I'll go five hundred. All, all done. You're bidding against yourself. All done at five hundred thousand. That's sold to Johnny. Oh, my sister, she loves those ten gallon buckets of stagnant water. Boy, Johnny, it's <laughs>、uh, the best auction、okay. I've ever done. <laughs> wow.、Um, uh, I guess. I mean, I, I I didn't even get to bid.、Uh, yeah, I, well, 
Who's the rube now? Would you sell I... me the Tootsie Wigs? Oh, you can have them for free. Here's a nice. That's thing. all I wanted. Well, well, Cameron, just a little tip though. Now yeah. you know that Johnny has spent five hundred thousand on one room, so their pockets uh-huh. probably not. De- I mean, I, I'm not making any assumptions, but probably not much deeper than that. And they went all in on one room, so that's a strategy as well. Uh, is to kind of wait and see, um, you know, what develops further along in the auction. So I don't think this is a poor choice for you, saving your well, money. Okay. I'll have you know that the pants I'm wearing are homemade. My wife made them, and the pockets go all the way down to my knees. It looks like they're made out of aluminum foil and could rip any second you move. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, okay. I mean, I'm I'm excited for the second unit. I do. I wanted. I want to dive in a little bit on Johnny and and Julie here. Um, Julie, you seemed like you were could have actually bid against Johnny if he didn't bid against himself. Um, uh, and you mostly wanted the wigs? What yes, I wanted the wigs or the Gene Kelly bowls. Oh, did you know him? <laughs> oh, you're, you're not that Julian Jones. Uh, nev- wow. Again. I'm just a fan. Can't, can't a person just be a fan of something? Uh, you know, uh, Julie, it is interesting that you uh, wanted the wigs. Uh, uh, do you mind if I ask, do you use retinol? Because your skin is glowing, and I think that the wigs are, are really going to complement that. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I do have a extensive skincare routine that I do in the morning and the evening. I Maybe also... you could uh, quietly share it with Cameron after this. Oh, I will. It involves a lot of ice. Mm. Right, I... Wait, uh, just real quick, Johnny, are you telling Julie to share the routine with me after this because you think my skin is bad? Yes. Uh, Are you just going to let Julie answer for you like that, Johnny? I mean, that's pretty mean. Oh, well, in the the spirit of sportsmanship, uh, you know, I think that, uh, well, if if you are taking care of yourself, Cameron, maybe you'll be uh, better prepared for things like showing up at a public storage auction. What? Uh, Okay. So you're just looking out for me? Uh, I'm just looking out for everybody. Uh, Okay. Well, uh, uh, just a real quick uh, follow-up question with you, Johnny, uh, to you said these 14 10 gallon buckets full of stagnant water uncovered um that that was what your sister wanted oh uh, yeah uh, uh uh my sister uh she also runs a petting zoo uh and she has 15 what are the what are the camels that have two humps dromedary she has two dromedary camels no she has 15 <laughs> <laughs> Two dromedary camels, and then the rest are one-humped camels, right? I, I'm sorry. I've seen these camels before. So, uh, I just wanted to speak on your behalf. Sorry about that, Johnny. No, thank you. Uh, my sister has 14 camels of varying hump capacity, and they love these 10-gallon buckets of stagnant water. Wow. Could be holy water, too. I've sold a room full of holy water, and it went for a lot more than you would think. So wow. I just want you to, you probably should take that to an expert, but I don't want to tell you what to do with the room. Yeah, that's interesting. Also, just to be clear, dromedary camels only have one hump. But, uh, okay. Bacterian, well, bacterian. Yeah, there it is. Boom. That's what it is. I didn't even look it up, either. Uh, wow. Yeah, okay. 
That that's impressive, and I think uh, what to 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 continue this uh, impressive uh, run. Um, I am excited to show off here in my bidding for unit number two. Okay, unit number two: a collection of 143 novelty yardsticks featuring pinup girls. That when you invert them, their clothes seem to disappear, revealing a bikini like those pins. Uh, boxes of family Polaroids, back issues of. The magazine Trout Enthusiast from 1997 through 2004. Three pairs of mannequin arms. Maybe go to the other room. Maybe they belong oh. to those other mannequins. That's crazy. You could have a deal with the, the other buyer, That's potentially. Um, two binders of handwritten notes largely containing recipes for hummus. Six electric fly swatters shaped like tennis rackets. 97 AA batteries, non-functional. Um, you could throw those at a baseball game. Three sets of Hanes uh-huh. tube socks. Large, unopened, and 23 sets of Fruit of a Loom tube socks, large, unopened. We are going to start the bidding at $150. $150. Uh, I'll do $150. $150. Anybody Pat- $175? $150. I'll, I'll do $200. $200. Anybody two and a quarter? $200 once. Two and a quarter here. Quarter. Anybody yeah. two and a half? Two and a quarter once. Twice. Uh, two, two and a half. Two seventy. Two seventy-five. I see two seventy-five there from Julie. Anybody three hundred? Uh, Three, uh, Pat, three. Three, can I do 500 uh, just because when you get into that auctioneer cadence, it's awfully hard to understand you because you're bid. 500 is you're bid. going, five you talk so quickly. I'll do 500 once. I'll do 500. 600. 600 to oh the Julie in the corner. 600. Anybody six and a quarter? 600 once. Can I do Twice. six and a quarter once just for you to do it six. slowly again? You can't do that. Six and a quarter once. I'll do six seventy five and also you're would love you to go a little against, bit slower. Julie, you're bidding against yourself, but I'm actually going to take it this time because y'all got to learn. Six seventy five. Anybody seven? I'll take seven hundred. Again, you're I'll bidding split that seven hundred with you, Julie. That's uh, not how oh, Patrick we could split just it. Okay. A little slower, what? please. No. Please, just no. a little slower. Just a tad slower. Quarter seven hundred once. That is split between two buyers. Never is this. I happened. can't do it. Seven hundred once. I can't do it twice. You could come in if if you have if you done. have a quarter of a quarter of the money. Sold seven hundred. Oh. Split between right down the middle, uh, Julie and Johnny. Oh, so gee. Three fifty oh, a piece. Um, well, I really wish I knew what we just bought, Julie. And Patrick just speaks so fast. I uh, I also thought it was a little fast, but I'm used to it because I've been to many of these. For a second there, I kind of thought maybe he was just showing off for a bit. <laughs> I was. I was showing off, Johnny. I haven't done it in a while. Uh, I mean, it was impressive, uh, I think. I do want to, real quick, I know Johnny said that he wasn't able to understand anything and, and doesn't know what he just bought, um, but... I was going to ask, Julie, you seemed really intent on getting this unit. What was the main appeal for you? Uh, the Polaroids. I lost a lot of my pictures over time. And now I collect other people's Polaroids, personally. This is a personal storage for me. Um, and I like to create backstories and then show them to other people and tell them that there are my own photos. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that is... A little creepy, but... Um... I did know someone that would purchase storage units just for the express interest of uh, if they got photos or uh, family albums, 
they would contact those people and return those things to them. It was kind of like a fun little mini game for them. Uh, oh, wow. Which That's very cool. sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I, keep gonna, them, yeah. I keep them for myself, though. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Sorry to the people in those photos. They are mine now. Well, it's your money. It's only fair. Uh, well, um... Oh, and I'm you don't you dis- don't mind if I take that part of the storage unit that we're splitting, right? Oh no, absolutely. Family Polaroids are one of my triggers. Okay, thank God. They just send me into a blind rage. <laughs> oh, well, don't look too closely then. What? what? Don't worry, I'll take them immediately. Oh, I I know myself well enough to impose boundaries on myself, Cameron. Uh, okay. Um, I, I mean, I'm glad to hear that. I, I do want to uh, talk with Patrick here a bit about, um, I, I noticed a couple of things that you did in this uh, auction that um, I thought were really clever. Uh, the 97 AA battery is non-functional. You mentioned that they would be great to throw at a baseball game. Is that sort of like editorial add-ins? Is that something that sort of like hypes up the product? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I would say anything uh, that, that could you know, be a selling point for a potential buyer. And mm-hmm. I believe at a baseball game, a New York Yankees baseball game, some fan disgruntled fans threw double A batteries at John Rocker, maybe mid nineties uh, from what I can remember. So if they're, if they're used batteries that they're not, um, they're not going to be able to power your devices, but they might be able to power your, your, your team up by, uh, inflicting damage on on the the opposing pitcher. So, just they to be can clear. also explode. You should never throw away your your used batteries. You should always recycle them. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, yeah, thanks for. I mean, there they might be your batteries now if you split it with Julie. So I think it's sort of. Oh up to you. yeah, we can <laughs> split those down the middle. Oh gee, really? Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, we I bought this together. It's an odd number, but no. Whatever. Uh, we'll split the last one in half. Uh, of course, Cameron. Duh. It sounds like it might explode. John, no, Johnny's just said that. I think we we can handle it. We're two capable adults. We can handle it. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, Patrick, j- just for my clarification, when you said that uh, the adding the um, throwing at a baseball game for the batteries, uh, that's specific to the batteries. You don't. That's not like a thing that you say for anything that you're worried about selling. You wouldn't be like. A box of family Polaroids, good to throw at a baseball, baseball game. game. Yeah. yeah, no, that that is uh, battery specific. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Just looking for that clarification. Polaroids well, I... are famously hard to throw too. Oh yeah, that was, that's true. That's a good point. Gonna have the right angle. Um. Well, uh, man, I I've got maybe a couple of other follow up questions, but uh, I know there aren't any other units. Um. Uh. So I guess Johnny and Julie are just here to hang out i love hanging out <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, i've never hung out before and i gotta say uh it's pretty fun well maybe you all could uh I'm, we're sort of trying to record a podcast as well but um, but but you invited us here you specifically hand wrote me a letter cameron wow i didn't get a letter <laughs> um i i don't think i hand wrote the letter uh gene must have done that and they uh they know how to forge my handwriting. Um, uh, I wouldn't have done that, Johnny. I wouldn't have. Oh. Okay, that makes me feel Sorry. a bit better. Yeah. Um, and, and it would also... Maybe you all could uh, hang out together elsewhere 
for a little bit. Maybe talk about how you're going to split. I mean, I think, Patrick, they have to clear out these units. That's yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. We have so much work to do. And I think I think Johnny has to get that five hundred thousand dollars and three hundred and fifty together pretty quick too. Oh, they're in my I, I I'm wearing my homemade pants. So they're oh, right. in they're my in pockets, pockets that go down to my knees. Go down to your knees, right? Of course. Um, sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, I'm well, going to want to steal only five hundred thousand. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you all get to cleaning out those units and and counting all of those uh, bills. Um, uh, uh, did you all have anything to say before you get to work? Uh, if there's any producers uh, that are listening, uh, our Quibi show uh, would love to be picked up. And we know you need content right now after this joke. So uh, hit, hit a girl up, <laughs> as they say in the biz. Uh, and uh, I guess I'd like to uh, shout out my sister. Uh, hey, Marge, uh, it's Johnny. I'm here on the podcast. And uh, guess what? I got some of those 10-gallon buckets for you. Are you just going to pour the water out? Oh, uh, well, that's a trade secret. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks, Johnny and Julie, for, for being on the show. Uh, enjoy your new products. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Uh, Patrick, I'm, um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I've gotten better at this. I think you absolutely have. I mean, you have, you had no experience before. Uh, and 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 now thirty minutes later, you know kind of the 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 ropes of, of public mm-hmm. storage auctions. So I, I think be confident in that that you're always getting better at things. So wow, yeah. Uh, well, that that does certainly make me feel better. Um, uh, I guess it also sort of answers the question that I normally end with, which is, uh, how will I know that I'm better at this? Uh, once you get that first room, once you buy your first room, I think uh, clearing it out, opening it up, I think you're, you're going to find something that will uh, maybe inspire or something that you'll want to keep or something that you can sell um, that will put value uh, in your pocket or in your life. Mm-hmm. So, now, Actually, this uh, maybe is interesting because I sort of played both roles here of both buying and uh, being a, maybe an apprentice auctioneer. Mm-hmm. Have you bought a storage unit? Never. No. Yeah. yeah. That scares me. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you totally should. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, uh, and, you know, that's what you just did there. That's a hallmark of a good public storage auctioneer is that they... Even if they wouldn't do it, they convince other people to to buy. There you go. That's right. Yeah. So, right. Um, in that sense, maybe I am better that I was able to sort of clock that. I believe in you, and I believe you are. Well, thank you. Um, well, you, you know, we're we're always trying to get better on everyone's better than me. We're also trying to make the show better, right? So, uh, what do you think could have gone better about this show? Oh, you know, I could have listened to that first question about the canaries a little bit more um i'm gonna redirect it to me i have nothing no notes i just need to listen to the questions whenever i come onto a podcast you know hey uh, hey you know what i think the real people who should be listening are uh those prudential employees who don't even know about the policies that they're selling so that's right too that is Um, true yeah 
Well, we also have a tagline that we end every episode with, um, and we ask our guests to add to it or remove from it. And I want to emphasize remove from it or scrap it, do whatever they want to to it to improve the tagline. Um, uh, currently, it is, and I'm just going to say it right now because it's hard to do. Uh, I begin by taking an audible sip of water um, and then uh, holding the water in my mouth as I begin hopping. And then I say, listen up, dorks. And then starting with a Texas accent, I say, Paul will call you later tonight, darling. And then I move to a Scottish accent and I say, I'm having a bath right now. And then I move to an English accent and I say, my fingers are wrinkled like prunes. And then I move to a hyper version of my own voice and I say, and we've got some splaining to do. And then I lose the affectation and I say, if we would have been prepared, we could have done a better job. And then I say, remember how I said I was taking a bath? I'm not actually taking a bath. And then I spit the water out and then I scream and then I say, Paul, uh, like as if Paul has just walked in the room. And if you were going to improve that by changing it, removing it, uh, anything from it, scrapping it entirely and starting over, um, how would you do so? And we'll wrap up the episode with that. Sure. I would, I would start with Paul. I would make sure Paul's in the room first before you, you provide so much vital information and are, are um, asking them. Uh, a question just make sure paul's in the room first are the lights on um just things to check um and also draw the bath if you're gonna take a bath take a bath you know okay so 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 before so do everything else still but also yeah. check if paul is in the room if the lights are on and and draw a bath yeah maybe something simple like paul are you here or hey paul i'm about to okay. say something um yeah i or i mean also paul might be sleeping so you don't want to interrupt paul um from napping um mm-hmm. but nothing with the tag i wouldn't change anything with the tagline no oh, okay yeah don't touch that okay yeah that's just my um, opinion but. uh wonderful well we'll wrap the episode up with that um you know i i've really enjoyed uh, uh learning from you and talking to you and i'm sure the audience has enjoyed hearing from you as well where can they hear more from you, see more from you? Yes, uh, at the oft-mentioned the, the People's Improv Theater. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always doing shows there. Uh, the Baldwins is monthly, and then Awkward Family Dinner. And then a project I'm super happy about is, and excited to share is Sounds Funny Radio. Um, and that's look into that. That's on Instagram, TikTok, all the podcast places that you love to go to for a hub of funny. Um, we got the funny, and it's called Sounds Funny Radio. I, I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Check it out. Yeah, we're big fans of Sounds Funny Radio here at Everyone's Better Than Me, and I think uh, a new block of episodes is dropping soon. That's correct. That is absolutely um, correct. So good time to get in. Definitely be on the lookout for that. And also, you can see, speaking of things that are dropping soon, you can see more of Patrick in the uh, YouTube release of Laugh Masters, which should be uh, up online uh, as of the release of this episode. You should be able to watch it by going to YouTube and searching for Laugh Masters. Uh, Laugh Masters show is our tag. Exactly. I did not want to say that because I wanted you to say that. Uh, I wanted you to, you know, get that, that plug, but... Laughmasters was a blastmasters. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty. I wish we had. I wish we had said it in the show. Oops. Um, and <laughs> and maybe and maybe we did. You'll have to watch to find out. That's what they call a tease in the business. So yeah, that's, there you go. 
exactly that. <laughs> uh, well, wonderful. Thank you so much, Patrick, for being on the show and helping me get better. Uh, and, and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Jenny Matthews and Josiah Knight for helping with the prank into this episode. You can get more from Jenny at her Instagram at layjennymatthews. Uh, and you can hear more from Josiah on a recent episode of the Sigmund Fraud podcast uh, with Ian Heron, um, which I was also on recently. Uh, get in contact with questions and topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyone's better than me at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, hey, Paul, I'm about to say something. Paul, Paul, thanks for listening.